This is issue two of Paradigm Academy, Crime Club. On the cover, a Where's Waldo-style image of the Paradigm Academy Club Fair. With Charlie and Michael standing outside the Crime Club booth, Hamilton dancing next to the Groovy Dance Club booth, and Quinn and Cece striking heroic poses next to the Crime Fighting Club booth. All while the synthesizer entertains the crowd. The tagline reads, where have all our heroes gone? Can you find them all? So we start with a panel of the five of you, plus Agata Orsini, or otherwise known as Ephemeral, your uh, kind of school chaperone, and you are all still standing in the parade field where you have all received this sort of notification video message from paparazzi and ephemeral kind of looks around and says well uh don't get any bright ideas you guys remember you're still on probation you can't can't leave the island just yet just please please be good yes of course you guys you guys really you guys really need to just 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 be smart about it don't don't try to do anything crazy and uh and 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 go off and do something maybe dangerous that would be real bad and she's going to try to shift all of your labels. Uh, she is using her influence, uh, and she is trying to shift your superior up and your danger down for everybody. I'm going to reject that. Same. Rejecting. <laughs> Michael's a good boy. He'll accept. Aw. Yeah, Quinn is going to accept as well. well. Let's see those reject rolls. I got a seven. A seven. All right. That's a hit. All right, and two misses. <laughs> uh, so, so let's start with the misses first for CC and Hamilton. Let's see here. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Reject someone's influence on a miss. Their words hit you hard. Mark a condition, and the GM will adjust your labels. So, yeah, you guys can mark uh, any condition you choose. You also mark potential, yes, because you missed. And uh, I am going to shift. We're going to shift uh, Hamilton's mundane up and his danger down, and we're going to shift Cece's superior up and her danger down. And then for Charlie, uh, on a hit, do you on a seven to nine, choose one. Clear a condition or, or mark potential by immediately acting to prove them wrong. Shift one label up and one label down your choice, or cancel their influence and take plus one forward against them. I'm going to go with cancel their influence and take plus one forward against them. Okay, so uh, Ephemeral no longer has influence over Charlie. Uh, what are those conditions that, that CC and Hamilton marked? I marked guilty. I marked insecure. So yeah, uh, she says, uh, I think that's going to do it for us tonight, so uh, y'all can head back to your dorms and uh, settle in for the night, and uh, I will see you guys tomorrow. Uh, I've got some fun. I've got some fun games planned for us. It's not going to be a therapy session. It's just going to be a fun game for us to play. Okay. See, whenever you say that and then throw out the word therapy, you just you ruin the illusion. No, it's it's not therapy though. It's going to be an actual hangout, not a hangout. And she does the quotation marks. It's an actual hangout. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys have a good night. I've got adult things to do. That came out wrong. That's not what I meant. Um, <laughs> Who are we shipping her with again? <laughs> just, just be good. And she and she walks off toward the staff quarters. 
uh so so we have the we have a panel of of you guys kind of from the from the front and behind you we see the pier and the setting sun uh over the bay as the day is coming to an end uh where is it what is everybody up to what are you guys planning on doing well nothing now almost as soon as ephemeral walks away michael's looking around at the rest of the group like he's giving them that look like he doesn't want to say it, but he's just waiting on somebody else to say what's on his brain. So, Hamilton, video games tonight? Yeah, yeah. You're you're joking, right? No, I was for real. There's there's like a the, the concert, the the cool concert with the yeah the concert we're all going to. I'm not going. I mean, if Hammy's out, I'm out. I, you know, she she just she really hit me, and maybe we are being a little. I mean, we were too dangerous before, and well, let's just from past events, it's just gonna happen again. What happened to you guys? Well, you see, on school grounds, I have yet to run into anybody who maybe might be related to the lab, and I can't quite say that for the city. So, and I mean, you know, like I got this new game. It's uh, it I I was able last night to sneak into my dad's house and find a find one of the new games that he made. You want to play it, Cece? Wait, like your dad, like your your alternate Earth dad, or yeah, yeah, King, yeah, the King of Earth, yeah. Okay, well, you two have fun, Mike. You and I are going to this concert, right? Yeah, I mean, like, how are we... How can you not want to go to a super concert? That's that's awesome. It sounds to me like you guys are trying to provoke. Uh, I will let one of you roll with, pl- with plus one on the roll because you guys are kind of working together to do this. So you can, you can try to provoke them if you like. Uh, Mirage, would you care to roll for that? Sure. I'll have fun with my plus four. <laughs> wow, with the plus four, I still got a seven. <laughs> On a seven, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to say that they mark a condition. Ah, the stick. How so You guys are being sticks in the mud. If you guys don't go with them, you guys have to mark another condition. <laughs> what about me? Oh yeah, I was going to ask if Quinn is in, but then we had the whole roll thing. So is Quinn in? I don't know if that's a good idea. Like, what if we get caught? We could get into a lot of trouble. But what if we don't get caught and we have a cool night at a concert? A super concert. A super concert? And doesn't it, like, show up every, like, month? That's a whole month away. Yeah. Yeah, who knows when that's going to be. That's forever. Quinn, are you trying to get them to stay or are you just telling are you just telling them like I don't want to go? I think I'm definitely going to try to like get them to reconsider. Okay. So roll roll to provoke them. <laughs> oh god. Okay. 8. Okay, so the same thing. You get to choose you get to choose one. If they do it, they add a team to the pool. If they don't do it, then they take then they have to mark a condition. Oh, I'll do the add a team to the pool. So here's how it stands right now. If Quinn, Cece, and Hamilton don't go, they have to mark a condition. And if Michael 
and Charlie don't go, then you guys add team to the pool. Michael looks over at Charlie and just says, so how are we getting there? Oh yeah, we should figure that out. You guys are still going to go? Yeah. What if Ephemeral gets mad? Okay, so Quinn, how about we make a deal? If things start to get hairy, you, me, and Cece bug out. Pun intended. <laughs> bug out. <laughs> <laughs> it would be good team bonding, I guess. And, I mean, as long as you all don't care if I take off at the minute that I feel freaked out about anything, then yeah, I'll go. Group therapy. I don't don't think... <laughs> Cece just kind of, like, gestures towards Charlie and Michael. These two are going to find a way out on their own anyways. <laughs> figure something out look if you guys feel weird at any point in the night you can bug out that's fine if you don't want to go it's kind of lame but like you guys do you michael and i are gonna go if we get caught i can't even say that i'm gonna blame you guys yeah let's go i already i know how we can get there oh boy oh boy oh boy how motion my arms out and just like a few of my like psychic construct jaguars are going to appear you're not expecting me to ride one of those are you they're safe it's like lose control in which case they're definitely not but like that hasn't happened for a while are these animals are they tangible yeah okay michael climbs right on one same my question, do they fly or swim? Because you're on an island. Yeah, we're on an island. Well, I know that they can jump real far. I don't think I've ever tried to make them fly, but let's find out. Okay. <laughs> so is everybody climbing on the uh, on the psychic j- the, uh, jaguars? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can just eat a bug. The issue where Cece and Hamilton are just six the mud the entire time <laughs> um cc yeah what we could do is you know i haven't i haven't got to eat the uh the hercules beetle yet i i you can fly i i can fly you right on my back yeah that sounds a lot better than i no no, no offense quinn i just last time your powers went out of control i went down hard I, I i'd rather take Ooh, my chances. um <laughs> yeah. no no don't say that he's gonna make me take a powerful blow yeah quinn yeah quinn i think you're gonna have to take a powerful blow there that's uh God, i knew it <laughs> cc just has constant foot and mouth syndrome doesn't she <laughs> nine uh you lash out verbally Provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, or take advantage of influence and mark a condition against them, or you struggle past the pain. Mark two conditions on yourself. I then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use that influence because uh, you're gonna you're gonna do that, and then I'm just gonna cry. Ooh, that sounds okay. like I'm gonna feel guilty. Go ahead and mark guilty, uh, and Quinn loses influence over you for now. Can I get off the jaguar and go hug Quinn? Like shoot CC a glare, like what then mouth, like what the hell is wrong with you? Why would you say that? Uh CC's just like totally frozen up though, because she's like, <laughs> oh shit, I just made Quinn cry. I just I was not trying to make Quinn cry. 
That sounds like you're trying to comfort or support, Quinn. So go ahead and roll plus uh, mundane to comfort or support. That's a 10. All right. Uh, on a 10 plus, on a 10 plus, you can also add team to the pool or clear a condition yourself. You don't have any conditions. Uh, on a hit, they hear you. They mark potential, clear a condition, or shift labels if they open up to you. You know what? My potential isn't going anywhere because uh, I'm either rolling really well or like not rolling checks. So I'm going to open up. Okay. What do you say? Like as I'm being hugged and I'm kind of crying, I'm just going to be like, it's just, I don't mean to lose my powers. It just kind of happens. I know it's, it's bad, but it's a lot of power and it's really hard to control. That's okay, Quinn. We understand. I trust you and your in your psychic cats. So, before I eat my Hercules beetle, guys, this is turning into a bad night. How about we just call it a night and not go? No, I'm going to ride this damn psychic cat just to prove to Quinn that I trust her. Riding the cat, go into the stupid concert. We're doing it. Are you on the cat? Yes. Okay, I'm going to uh, I'm going to try to make the cats fly. All right. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and roll to unleash your powers. Wish me luck. Good luck. And also for the comforter support, I'm going to add a team to the pool. Ten. I got a full hit. We are flying. Awesome. All right. So uh, d- describe for me. Describe for me what happens uh, when you do this and you make your jaguars fly. So all of the jaguars are kind of built out of this like red smoke kind of look, almost like the ground itself is on fire and it's creating this this plume of smoke that in the vague shape of a jaguar. And uh, I imagine that they just kind of get like a running start and then just leap into the air. And as they do, they cut. It's just a full leap where it's like less flying and more like they're jumping really, really high and where they come down is where they come down. There might be some gliding, but I don't imagine that they're like, you know, roller coastering through the sky. They're they're not they're not like chi- like Chinese dragon soaring through the sky and flying. This isn't the never ending story. Uh <laughs> no, this isn't the never ending story. This is more like Buzz Lightyear. All right, yeah. This so is, they take this is falling with style. Awesome. All right. So yeah, we have we have a couple of pa- we have the panels of everybody on the back. So it did did Hamilton jump on the back of the jaguar, or is he still turning into his Hercules beetle form? Uh, he switched to the tarantula hawk wasp instead, since it's just him. Uh, so we see everyone except for Hamilton hop on the backs of these jaguars. Hamilton pulls the tarantula hawk wasp out of his out of his little utility belt, chomps down on it, and we see that transformation as. He sprouts wings and his face contorts into the shape of the tarantula hawk. And we see the jaguars, uh, several panels of the jaguars running up to the edge of the pier as they just leap. And it's almost like Superman flight style, like their their legs and their, their both of their sets of legs are stretched out as they just make one solid leap. And they leap completely across Zenith Bay and come to a skidding halt with everyone on their backs except for Hamilton, on the other side. Uh, important question. Was there any way for Sparky to come along with me? Because I don't imagine a dog can comfortably ride the back of a psychic construct jaguar. 
I will say this is a comic book, and he absolutely does. I was gonna say we could just have we could just have a panel of like one of the jaguars just grabbing him by like does he does he wear clothes? I imagine he wears clothes. He's got like a harness. The jaguar grabbed him by the scruff of his neck. <laughs> just grab him by his little harness and is just like carrying him in their mouth. And, and Sparky Sparky has this look on his face like, really, <laughs> really. <laughs> I love it. The cat is carrying the dog. All right, yeah, so you've all landed on the other side of Zenith Bay now, uh, and uh, as the psychic jaguars dissipate, and Hamilton lands still in his tarantula hawk form, what do you guys do? I'm going to shift back into my human form so that I'm not, you know, like a walking monster. And I'm going to be, like, losing my shit, like, yes, I didn't know that would work, I didn't think it would work, but it totally worked! Cece is losing her shit in the opposite direction. Not a fan of that. Not a fan of that at all. <laughs> I imagine Cece's just like, you didn't know that was going to work. <laughs> no, Cece's just like hyperventilating. It's just kind of like grabbed onto Hamilton's shoulder. And it's just like, I'm riding back with you. Meanwhile, Michael has pulled out his phone. He is uh, trying to GPS his way towards the park where this concert's going down. It was a park, right? Yeah, you can you can absolutely GPS your way there, but it's loud enough that you can hear the thrumming <laughs> coming from the from the uh, speakers at this at this big party that's going on. We get a panel of uh, Michael like typing it into his GPS, and then he recognizes that the noise is like very obvious. So like, there's another panel of him slowly lowering his phone and just being like, "I think it's that way." <laughs> And he just starts trotting off in that direction. Hey, Cece. Yeah. I have I have a little bit of bad news. What? I forgot to put my sandals in my pockets when I transformed, so I lost my sandals. Uh, we'll just steal some from somebody on the way. Thank you. Uh, Cece like just flips up the hood of her sweatshirt so that like her face is like covered, and her arms are covered, and like pulls her hands into her like sleeve slightly and starts following Michael. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are Char- what are Charlie and Quinn doing? Are you guys bringing up the rear? No, I'm charging ahead and walking with Michael. I'm kind of bringing up the rear and I'm just like still ecstatic that it's like it worked. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So we've so we've got this we've got this panel of you guys making your way into the city proper of Zenith Bay. We've got Michael who's kind of kind of looking at his phone but also kind of like pointing toward the direction where you guys are going with Charlie kind of running along next to him. Uh we've got Cece looking very uncomfortable being out in public right now with her with her hood drawn up and her arms in her sleeves and in the pockets and just kind of harumph and Hamilton kind of could, you know, comforting her. Uh and we have Quinn bringing up the rear, and Quinn is just, like, mind-boggled. Like, she has this look on her face like, I can't believe I did it. (laughs) The next panel we see is you guys arriving at the synthesizers event that they are throwing. Uh, We see a massive crowd of people, just wall-to-wall people, and they are all just ecstatic to be here. Everyone is laughing and cheering and having a good time. And as you guys are walking up, you're kind of feeling that influence too. So I'd like, I, I have, a, I, I've kind of worked out our first custom move. When you are influenced by the synthesizer's music, roll plus freak. 
I got a six. <laughs> okay, let's start. Let's start with our. Let's start with our miss. On a miss, you feel really. You feel uncomfortable about the situation. Mark a condition. With my boy Michael, insecure is always going to be his first condition. He is outside of his element in this big group of people with loud noise, and he's just not feeling as good about this as he thought he would. So let's go to our... Who got a 7 to 9? I did, Cece. The couple did. On a 7 to 9, choose 1. You're feeling the vibes. Clear a condition or mark potential. That uh, that guilt really is melting away with these grooves. Yeah, I'm gonna clear and secure. There's there's enough people here. I think I probably don't have too much to worry about. Unfortunately, I was expecting more conditions to be to have been inflicted by this point because kind of backlash between the two of you to beget or to the two the two groups to beget some uh, some conditions. But uh, so on a ten plus, you guys could choose could have chosen both options. So you guys get to mark potential at least. You guys succeeded. You mark potential. Can I just get two potentials? Sure. Why not? What? Yay. Nice. <laughs> so that means Charlie gets to mark two potentials too. Can I, seeing that Michael is uncomfortable, grab his hand and just kind of like pull him into the crowd to dance just to kind of like show him like, let's let's just relax and have fun. All right. Yeah, that's a, that sounds like a comforter support move. Nine. Uh, ba 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 ba. On a hit, they hear you. They mark potential, clear a condition, or shift their labels if they open up to you. So, Michael, Charlie has pulled you, or has kind of pulled you into this crowd of people and started dancing with you. There's like pink and purple lights that are all kind of flashing around, and and we see we see a couple panels of like. Charlie's very ecstatic, happy face as the as the lights kind of change on her face. And then we see a couple of panels of Michael's like very awkward, uh, uncomfortable face as he's kind of looking around and scanning the crowd. And then we see a panel of Sparky sitting next to Michael, who is just kind of looking up at you and panting with that, that happy boy face on like. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, as he be- was becoming insecure, Michael's hand like instinctively went to Sparky. So when it's like pulled away, he looks back to him for a panel and he's got like this really concerned look on his face. But like after maybe a panel or two, he starts to loosen up and dance a little bit. And I will go ahead and take that potential back. What are Hamilton, CC, and Quinn up to? This is where my groove is. Let's let us go. He's gonna like he's motioning them to come dance with him into the crowd. He want what he's what Hamilton is wanting to do is he's trying to usher everybody together so that we can have our own dance party here. Okay, are you follow are you following your your friends onto the dance floor? Uh, she's uh, probably not. No. Oh, he's he's Hamilton's going to hook her with the with the fishing rod, and he's gonna have Quinn try and help help reel her into the crowd. Oh God, that sounds like a provoke someone. <laughs> but hey, you have influence over me, so you get a plus one on that roll. Hey, there you go. Oh no. Uh, there is there is team in the pool. If someone would like to would like to use it to to help out, uh, it's actually a six with your plus one. If Quinn would like to use team to help you, or if you would like to spend team selfishly and boost your superior in order to succeed. I will. I'll use the team. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so what's Quinn doing to help convince Cece to come on the dance floor? We have a panel of, of Hamilton doing the pantomime fishing fishing line. I'm, I imagine he's doing like a fly fishing. He's like reeling in the line with his hands actually, and then like flicking the, flicking the, uh, the fishing rod and throw it and casting it out. Uh, what is Quinn doing to help? <laughs> oh God. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to do like a full on lasso, like imaginary lasso where it's like, so he has the fishing rod and I have like a lasso and it's just like, come on. I'm I'm totally I'm totally imagining that your that your lasso is takes takes on a psychic construct form. It's not like a completely physical form, but we see we see like that that reddish black mist kind of form out of your hands as you're as you're creating the motion of the lasso and it whips around CC and and wraps around her and you start pulling and I think she simultaneously like it's it's not you're not physically pulling her but she's just kind of going with the motions and like slowly taking steps forward onto the dance floor so that brings us to a seven. Uh, that means you can either choose Hamilton. Uh, if they do it, we add a team to the pool. Or if they don't do it, they mark a condition. Team to the pool. Okay. So if so, if CC does come onto the dance floor, you guys will add a team to the pool. Yeah. No. Quinn is causing a scene. So yeah, CC is going to go to the dance floor to make this stop. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna add a team to the pool. All right. So you guys are you guys are all kind of dancing, having a good time. CC a little bit less so because she doesn't like crowds or people in general. <laughs> After a couple of minutes, you hear a familiar voice that is nearby you, and uh, you you kind of hear you kind of hear in the in the background like like the the uh, like a little bit of in, uh, indecipherable chatter, and then eventually the person you you hear. Oh, hang on, I think I see them. And you see paparazzi, Maritza Cardoza, walking up to you guys and she says, all right, so everybody, and she's like talking to her camera as she is like filming you guys. She's like, I just found the group of kids that totally wrecked downtown two months ago. This is crazy. Like, seriously, I can't believe you guys are here. I thought you guys like died or went to prison or something. Like, this is crazy. Nope, Quinn is gonna freak out and immediately She's going to um, she's going to use her body transmutation to just turn into basically a, a one of the smoke jaguars, and I'm booking it. Okay, so Quinn so Quinn takes off. She's like, "Well, that was crazy, but I mean, what did you what did we expect? Like, you guys are seriously like my idols. I can't believe you guys created such a crazy spectacle. I live for that kind of shit." Team bonding. CC is totally running with Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> We see we see the the group slowly dwindling as CC as CC takes off after Quinn. She says, "But seriously, guys, like that was insane and intense, and I loved it. Don't ever change." And I'm gonna say that because she's kind of like a celebrity, she has she has influence over you guys. So uh, she is attempting to shift your labels. Uh, she is she is going to uh, attempt to move your mundane down and your danger up for the three of you who are left. I accept that. Michael rejects because fuck this lady. I'll accept it. A nine for Michael. Okay, so bum 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 rejecting influence. On a seven to nine, choose one. Clear a condition or mark potential by immediately acting to prove them wrong. Shift one, shift one label up and one label down. Your choice or cancel their influence and take plus one forward against them. I'm doing that one because, again, fuck this lady. She sees you all kind of sitting there in quiet contemplation as she just 
she's filming you all with her can with her phone and she says all right well that was exciting anyway and she starts walking she starts walking off into the crowd again before she goes hamilton's been dancing the whole time even though those two booked it and when she's leaving he says insectivore signing off kiss kiss bang bang ew gross okay so anyway <laughs> So she just broadcast out to a lot of people that we're here? Yep. Question, is it too late to pretend I don't know Hamilton? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it might be. Oh, damn. Okay. Michael's looking over to... Who's left with me? It's Hamilton Hamilton and, and Charlie. Charlie. Okay. Mm-hmm. He looks over to him. He's like, "That's that's not good, guys. We're we're gonna get in trouble for that. Uh, that's live. We can't we can't like take that and stop her from broadcasting it, can we?" Do you think Ephemeral is watching Paparazzi's live stream right now? Just brother. everybody watches her live stream. So, Mikey, let me counteract with this. You knew the risks when we got here. Let's just dance. That doesn't solve the problem. And I think it, I think at that point we cut away to Quinn and Cece who have who have taken off. Uh, you guys uh, are are running down the street. You've you've left the party area and the crowd has kind of thinned out and you've reached you've reached a like a like a vacant street area uh, where you guys are where you guys are running. And I think eventually you guys can you guys finally come to a stop at the realization that the rest of the group is not behind you. Well, if I turn and I see CC, then I um, I'm going to shift back into my human form, and I'm just going to look like dead in her eyes and just be like, "This is bad. This is probably bad." Yes, this is bad. This is why we didn't want to come. And at that point, we see the onomatopoeia of crash, and then the onomatopoeia of alarms going off. Uh, as you look up and you see a. a about 10 stories up, you see an, a, a busted window on one of these large buildings, and you are standing in front of Corvo Tech, which is one of the large tech companies that is based out of Zenith Bay. So as heroes, we're supposed to look into that, aren't we? I'm just going to look at Cece and just be like, okay, so we should, um, we should call Ephemeral, right? right? Yeah, that seems like a good idea. That way she, like, knows. That way it's not like we're getting into even more trouble because it's like we're on probation and we're not supposed to do that and we're not supposed to, like, be out at all, but she's going to see that we're here anyways and we're going to get into trouble. Yeah, no, I agree. Let's just turn ourselves in. Let's call her and let her know about this. They can send somebody who can actually deal with it over here because I don't want to go into a technology company. And let's go back to the fucking academy and just accept our punishment. I don't want to be here. And I'm not good at technology. I'm better at things that burn. I'm too good at technology. I am technology. I don't want to go in there. Okay. I'm going to take out my cell phone and I'm just going to call ephemeral. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think both of you are sharing a vulnerability or weakness because you're both like shitting your pants over the fact that you don't want to, you don't want to be, you don't want to go heroing right now. You just want to go home to your mommy, basically. (laughs) All right. So so do we want to do that vulnerability or weakness? Thing before <laughs> we call it the I think we should do that before. Yeah, we'll st- we'll start with CC. CC read it. CC read out your uh, when you share a vulnerability or weakness. 
Uh, when you share a vulnerability or weakness with someone, give them two, uh, give them influence and hold two. I can spend that hold to help them as if it were team in the pool. So you get influence over me, and I have basically two free team to use specifically to help you. All right, Quinn, what's your uh, team move for sharing a vulnerability or weakness? When you share a vulnerability or weakness with someone, give them influence over you and ask if they honestly think there's hope for you. If they say yes, mark potential or clear one box of your doom track. If they say no, mark a condition or mark your doom track. I'm just going to look at Cece as I'm like holding the phone and I'm dialing and I'm just going to be like, this is bad. This is, God, I shouldn't have done this. This is, is this, is, does this make me a bad person? No, it does not, Quinn. We're... You and I aren't as different as, you know, maybe I act sometime, okay? We're not bad people. Even given, like, everything? Oh, I guess you don't you don't know about my everything, but you know about, like, my uncontrolled powers. Yeah, I, I and then that's what Cece's going to assume you're talking about. Okay, good. Yeah. Because that is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, especially with everything. Like, yeah, shit, we don't have control sometimes. That's life. That doesn't mean that we can't be good people and that we aren't becoming good people. Now call ephemeral so we can get out of here. I am going to call ephemeral. Okay. I think we I think we see panels of you pushing the digits on your on your cell phone. And as that's kind of intercut with panels of two figures that are that are running down a hallway. And as you're about to hit the last number on the on your cell phone, you see a blur come rushing come rushing out of the front door and another figure emerges from a portal that that uh, appears out of the ground and standing before you are two gentlemen uh one is wearing kind of an orange football like jersey uniform and uh he is he just kind of has the black like under eye paint that uh that you would normally have but he's not wearing a helmet and that's the one that was like that was super fast and the one that emerges out of the uh out of the portal is uh just a just dressed head to toe in black cat burglar style they kind of look at you and uh the one in the uniform says well 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 look at what we got here and uh the one in black says yes looks like uh these two ladies got into something they weren't supposed to uh, okay, well, why am I here again? Well, um, it's simple. You're you're here to promote Kestrel Crunchies. You know that cereal about your friend? Yeah, uh, w- wait, Kestrel has a cereal? Why does he get a cereal? I- I'm the guy who cooks everything around here. I-, I should... Look, I'm just a director. I don't know why the squirrel has a cereal and the otter doesn't, but he does. And you're the best one I've been told to read the ad. So, are you going to read the ad, or am I going to have to go get the guy who burns the Sudoku books? I, well, I, I mean, uh, I don't think he'd be able to... Okay, all right, fine, fine, fine. I'll do it, I'll do it. All right, all right, fine. Okay, um... Uh, but this... Is this a script? Uh, really? I, I, why am I telling people what they taste like? I mean, they can't really taste anything, right? Look, that's just how radio works, Lutra. I don't make the rules. Now, would you please just read the ad? Oh, uh, 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 yeah, okay, um... I mean, I guess, um, yeah, the script really isn't how I talk, though. Yeah, I said it would give you a jolt of energy, but why would anybody need a jolt of energy? I mean, you know, trust me, I know bad things can happen if you get addicted to things like that. It's, you know, it's not really a great idea. Lutra. Yep. Phantasm? Lutra. Hey, what's up? Why are you here? Lutra, you're the one that everyone knows and recognizes. I mean, literally. 
you are the face of the entire Bay City area. They don't know the squirrel. You're just a spokesperson, you know, to help them out. You're a nice guy. So I know that you don't mind helping pals out. Besides, imagine, if this takes off, you make yet a spokes otter job for Swedish fish and fresh halibut. Imagine all the Swedish fish you could want. Oh my goodness, that sounds like a great... All right, yeah, absolutely. Okay, gotcha. Yes, sir, I absolutely. All right. <clears throat> Kestrel Crunchies, the super speedy way to start your day. A burst of flavor in every bite. Also, a free acorn in every box. Wait, why would anybody want an acorn? Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Kestrel Crunchies, get your morning started like a superhero. And cut. That's the take. I'm done. We'll fix it in editing. Kestrel Crunchies, the official cereal of the Bay City Chronicles. And then we're going to cut back to the rest of the group at uh, Synthesizer's party. So yeah, it's been it's been quite some time since uh, since CC and Quinn disappeared, and they have not returned. Uh, you all are still at the party, I presume. I'd say I'd say it's been about twenty minutes or so since they since they left. Yeah, Michael's still a little bit freaked out about paparazzi, but he's sort of accepting his fate in that regard. He looks over to uh, Hamilton and Charlie and he's like, do we know where the other two went? Probably back to the dorms. You could text him. Hamilton kind of just like freezes. Oh no. Where is Cece? Hey, hey, Quinn. Yeah, Michael's texting him in like the background of that panel just like I'm assuming we've got just like a group chat that Michael can pop in and just be like where you at. Okay, so we so we see that text get sent get sent and uh, we cut back to Quinn and Cece who now the now the two gentlemen are approaching you guys slowly and we we have the bing and the mm onomatopoeias for for your phone going off and the man in all black says I wouldn't answer that. It'll just make more complications. Uh, Cece looks over her shoulder at Quinn and says, make the call, and then just rushes to these two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say that's entering, uh, entering into a fight against a dangerous foe. But not as a team. I don't think it's, uh, uh, Cece is specifically just trying to buy time. <laughs> there's two, there's two of you. You are a team. We're a team. Okay. And I would say that with the with the sound of it, CC is the leader. Oh yeah. So we have some questions to answer. Uh, does CC have influence over the team? Yes. Yes. So we add a team to the pool. Uh, what is what is CC's goal in this fight? Buy time long enough to get ephemeral on the phone. Okay. What is what is Quinn's goal to get to reach to reach ephemeral basically? I'll say you guys have the same goal. Does any does anyone uh, on the team mistrust the leader? No. Okay. And uh, if your team is ill-prepared or off-balance, would you guys say you guys are ill-prepared or off-balance? All right. Yes. Yeah. So you guys have three team plus CC's uh, two individual teams that she can use to help Quinn out. All right. So, so CC is running off. Uh, are you targeting a specific person or are you just kind of like bold, trying to bulldoze... 
Yeah, I don't think she was like making a target. She's literally uh, probably super speed guy. Okay, so that's it. That's definitely directly engage a threat. That is an eight. All right. I am trying to create an opportunity for my allies. Okay. Yeah. That. Uh, so. So I'm assuming the opportunity is to finish the call. Yes. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the uh, we we see uh, CC rush forward and she strikes the su- the super speed guy and uh, as you as you impact him, you kind of feel this extra padding beneath his football uniform and he says, "Yeah, you didn't think I came prepared for that? Come on!" And he starts to run around you in like the whirlwind speedster pattern that they typically use to lock down an enemy. So uh, I need you to mark a condition. Angry. <laughs> That's fair. It's it's Cece. She's always angry. What's new? All right. And as that happens, we see the portal man kind of fall through the ground again, and then a portal opens up behind Quinn, and he emerges from it, and he looks down at her and says. Hello there. You weren't expecting to call help, were you? (laughs) Massive text battle. Hit the fucking call button. (laughs) And at that point, we we see the the a small text bubble coming from the phone as Quinn has already hit the call button, and we hear we kind of we kind of see. Hello, Quinn. What's going on? What's the matter? Why are you calling me? I'm gonna summon what like a couple of my jaguars to just attack him, and I'm gonna make like I'm just gonna be screaming into the phone. We fucked up. We fucked up. Okay, so we went into town. No, we weren't. No, we weren't supposed to. But we went into town, and there are people breaking into a bank or something. And there are people in there. It's like technology, and neither of us can handle it. But we're separated from everybody else, and we need help. <laughs> okay, so we see we see that text bubble of of all of that kind. Of, we we see like we see Quinn and the man the man in black as i'm calling him for now because you don't know who he is and you guys are like crushed into the corner of a of a panel and the rest of the panel is is just that whole text bubble <laughs> um and uh as that as that happens and you summon your jaguars go ahead and roll to unleash your powers wish me luck guys i got really good rolls for the last two i don't know if this one's i do have that hold too I got a 12! Yeah! Whoa. That's my girl! That's a full hit. Calico is a full-on freak. Yeah, she is. Uh, so, yeah, I think what, I think what happens is y- he's, he, so we see a panel of you, of you from the front and him behind you, and then in the distance we see the coalescence of that black and red smoke that kind of emerges into the form of four jaguars, and they all come charging at him. There's there's one on each of his wrists, one on each of his ankles, and uh, he. You see that he's holding something that uh, that something in his hand, and he drops it on the ground. And he says, "Shit, uh, hey, uh, we should get out of here." Okay, hang on, I have a thing. So, like, when he gets attacked, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna like stand up, and I'm just going to be like holding, like I'm gonna hang up the phone, and I'm gonna look at him, and I'm just going to say. What's the matter? Cat got your tongue? <laughs> okay, so yeah, he call he calls out to uh to the football star and uh he stops running around CC long enough to to rush over and grab and grab him and they run off. 
And then we cut back to the rest of the group at the party. You have not received a text back. I'm just gonna look between Charlie and Hamilton and be like, they're not, they're not responding. That's not good, right? Probably not. They, I'd imagine that they'd probably be back by now. Should, should we go back? Charlie looks like very longingly at, at like the crowd and the DJ and the dancing and then just like, yeah, we should look for them. Is there a way, can I try to get Sparky to track them? Sure. Let's call this an assess the situation. It sounds like that's what you're trying to do. Yeah, that'll work. So I'm just going to look down at Sparky and be like, hey boy, track, find Cece. And because of my move that gives me Sparky, I get a plus one on assessing the situation. Which is still a six. Uh, is there any way that Hamilton can help? I don't think there's anything Charlie can really do. Or Mike, or Michael can spend team selfishly and raise his superior. I'm honestly, I'm good taking. I'll, I'll take the hit if you all don't mind. It's more just a matter of trying to find CC and Calico. But yeah, if you want, just take the hit. I got a six then. All right, mark your potential. So, yeah, uh, you see, we see Sparky kind of look up from the crowd and looks around. Uh, there are so many people here; it's hard for him to get a bead on any direction that they could have gone. But uh, at that point, we cut back to to Quinn and Cece. The two guys are gone; they 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 ran off. But the tech, whatever whatever that one guy, the guy in the black, dropped, is still laying on the on the ground. I don't know if either one of us knows anything about technology. Nope, but I know somebody who does. Should we should we just put it back? Or we call Technohack. I mean, Ephemeral's already on her way. We're already, like, out of this being out and about anyways. And, I mean, if anyone could get a good read on this, it's probably her. Okay. Because I'm sure Cece has her phone number since she's, probably. like, surrogate mom. Wouldn't the nanobots have it have her number like programmed in? <laughs> oh my god, the nanobots can just talk to Chad. Uh, all right. So yeah, as soon as as soon as you say call Technohack, we see a signal coming out from your body, and uh, it kind of goes off into the night sky. And then we see Chad sitting on a charge on his charger, and we see green and blue lights that light up around his base. And uh, he kind of begins to hover and heads toward heads towards Technohack, and says, and we see the little bubble. Eventually, you hear Technohack's voice on the other end of a line that is inside of your head. Cece, what's what's wrong? Question: Has this happened before? Actually, no. I want to say no. This is this is part of the new update that she just did on you that day. Quinn, you see Cece just like jump out of her skin for a second, almost, and it's just a what the what's wrong. What's going on? Can, can, can you hear that? Quinn can't hear anything. Hear, hear what? Oh my god, do you have voices in your head too? <laughs> oh man, okay, so what does Cece call Technohack? She wouldn't call her mom, but I feel like she doesn't just call her by her first name either, because that would be weird. Dr. Patel? Uh, 
yeah, sure. Or Doc. Or Doc. Doc, yeah. Because Cece's like a little too informal to call someone Dr. Patel. Um, yeah, the Doc, I we we did something dumb. Where I'm I'm assuming you can if you can talk to my head, you can get a track on where I am right now. Outside of I can't even remember the name of the corporation. Corvotech. Yes, Corvotech. And two guys tried to steal something, and I was just trying to stop them long enough for Quinn to be able to call ephemeral, because I really just want to go home right now, but we kind of stopped them. I don't know. They dropped the thing, and if anyone would know what the thing is, it would be you. So I was like, hey, we should call Technohack, and now you're talking in my head. <sighs> we, we, see, we see a yawn coming from Technohack as we get a panel of her laying, laying in bed, and she kind of sits up and says, all right, yeah, I'll... Uh... I'll take a look at it when you get back to the campus. You should be aware, you're probably going to be in some serious trouble. I know, I didn't even want to go. All right, uh, be, well, be, be safe. I'm sure Ephemeral's already on her way. I'll see you when you get here. Okay. Thanks, I guess. And at that point, you see the very disapproving visage of Ephemeral emerge from the ground as she as she just phases through the ground the concrete in front of you and says i thought we talked about this guys like seriously i <laughs> i knew i was a bad fit for this group i knew i was a bad fit for this group stupid stupid ephemeral don't be like that we felt comfortable enough to call you when we were in trouble didn't we <sighs> yeah 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 you're you're right and uh from the looks of it you're not hurt um only emotionally she kind of she kind of sees that what quinn is holding and she she says what's that that was what the i don't know what who they were there were two guys they were trying to steal this they broke like a bunch of windows and shit yeah one of them was really fast and the other one had portals and i i don't know i just talked to dr patel about the thing and she said that she you can look at it when we're back on campus wait and then told me okay wait 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 a really fast guy and a portal and portals yes one guy did portals was dressed in all black other guy was really fast had like a football jersey he looked like a dork the the two of you That's just rude. the two of you just fought snatch and tangent well uh, she fought one of them and i I don't want to even say I fought him. I I threw a punch so that Quinn could call you. I just want to go home. <laughs> she sees she sees that you are very distraught, and she kind of she leans in and she's like, "I'm gonna go in for a hug now. Is that is that okay?" Yeah, I don't want to punch you. Okay, I I'm just can't making sure. Promise about the thousands of nanobots. <laughs> and she <laughs> she wraps her arms around you and gives you a hug. And uh, she says, she kind of motions over to Quinn and says, come on, let's get you guys home. Well, so I can kind of get us home and it's really cool because I found out that I can do a thing with my powers that I didn't know. I am not going back that way again, Quinn. But it's so much fun. Come, come, come on, come on. It's, it's better this way. It's going to be, it's going to, I'm sure it's cool and you can show me someday, but this is going to be much easier. And she wraps her arm, her other arm around Quinn and the two of you, the two of you become e ephemeral as well. And you and the three of you phase through the ground. And uh, 
yeah, we cut we cut back to the other three who are still still confused as all heck about where uh where CC and Quinn got off to. <laughs> yeah, at this point I'm calling Quinn like, "Where the hell are you? Why aren't you picking up?" <laughs> If they're calling, then I'd probably answer. Okay, so so we get so we we kind of cut we do do a cross cut. We see we see the group who the other group who is very concerned at this point. Uh, all of them are on their phones, texting or calling you guys. And when you guys rematerialize back at campus, uh, we see like several missed calls and a bunch of text messages in the group t- in the group chat uh, from the other from the other guys. I only have a flip phone. So CC would have been called a few times. I'll call uh eeny meeny miny Charlie. Okay, Charlie, your phone starts to ring. I answer it. Hey. Thank fuck you answered. Where have you guys been? We've been looking around for you. Are you okay? Uh so um lots of stuff. Uh first of all, no. Sight of all, we're in trouble, all of us. Sorry, we called ephemeral. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But there were people, there were guys, they broke stuff and they like tried to steal technology and what were we supposed to do? We just kind of panicked. Because it was technology and neither of us really do technology and like, I don't know if any of us really do technology. Like, but I mean, like Michael has like a car battery, but... Is that technology? I think that's the closest thing to technology that any of us can do. So without you guys around, there wasn't really a whole lot that we could do. So we called it femoral. But then we kicked their asses, so it's fine. Uh, Charlie's just going to, like, cover up the part of the phone and just let Hamilton and Michael know, like, they called the femoral guys. Oh. The the first rule of crimes is you don't admit to crimes. I know that a lot of stuff was happening. They had a a big night. Just just so you guys know, we're going to be in trouble when we get back. And then Charlie's going to go back on the phone and just be like, "Okay, we're on our way. We'll see you guys soon." Hey, quick question. Yeah. Who were Snatch and Tangent? Uh, does Charlie know that name off the top of her head? Tan- you might know Snatch from you wanna from your reformed mom's uh, escapades as a villain. Okay. Uh, Snatch is a former football star who discovered he had super speed and decided to use it to commit crimes, most mostly B and E's robberies stuff like that. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know who Tangent is, but I know Snatch is just like some ex-jock like C-list villain or criminal, I guess. Well, you missed it because CC totally kicked his ass. Nice. Tonight's been a, a fun night. It's worth all the trouble we're going to be in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if CC feels that way. <laughs> no. No, well, it's funny because she is not in a good place, guys. As far as she knows, her face might have just gotten exposed on like a famous streamer's channel. She ran like a little pansy, and then she punched somebody long enough for Quinn to make a phone call for us to get in trouble. And then Dr. Patel just started talking in her head, and she's just she's not having a good night, guys. She didn't even want to go, she just wanted to stay home and play video games. <laughs> 
funnily enough, Charlie does agree with Quinn, but just for a very different reason, because Charlie had a good night dancing and hanging out with her friends. <laughs> so yeah, Charlie's just going to say, I'm glad you had fun and you came out. Yeah, it was it was not what I expected. Well, actually, it's exactly what I expected, if I'm honest, but it's not <laughs> it wasn't as fun as I it was more fun than I expected. And we'll do it all again next month at the next concert. Uh, maybe we shouldn't. And at that at that <laughs> point at that point we see ephemeral emerging from the ground behind the other three. And she just she just reaches out her arms and wraps them all around the three of your your necks, like almost squeezing a little too hard. Um, as she as she phases you all through the ground and you all reemerge back at campus. At this point, uh, Technohack has kind of thrown on a robe and made her way out to the kind of entry gate where uh, where Ephemeral brought you all. And she she kind of she nods to Ephemeral and says, oh, "Fancy seeing you here tonight. You come here often." <laughs> and Ephemeral is just like, "Enough with the jokes. All right, let's just take care of the kids." So she reaches out her hand and uh Cece hands her the hands her the piece of tech uh and Chad kind of comes hovering up behind her and uh and says and she turns to Chad and says take this back to the lab and we'll uh, we'll do some scans on it and see what it's for the five of you should get to your rooms we'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow but and she turns to Quinn and Cece the two of you handled yourselves well out there. It's because of that that we're not going to tell Paradigm about this. We're going to keep this between the seven of us, okay? Uh, Michael, like, raises his hand. Yes, Michael. Does Paradigm watch Paparazzi's stream? Well, everybody watches Paparazzi's stream. Thank you. That's what I said. <laughs> oh my god. This is not making me feel better. <laughs> oh, that was paparazzi with the camera. Yes, and unlike the rest of you, I am actively trying to, you know, hide. And maybe next time that I'm like, let's not leave the academy, I shouldn't listen to you all. And I should just stay around, even if that makes me feel like shit. Okay? I have a lot more to lose if I get found out. I don't want to go back to that lab. We're not going to let them take you anywhere. I could put an illusion on you. Yeah, sure. If there's an next Um, time. I would like to use a move here. Okay. Um, And the move is the best of them. When you comfort or support someone by telling them how they exemplify the best parts of Earth, roll plus freak instead of plus mundane. Okay, so before so before you roll, why don't you tell us how you are? Tell us how your comforter is supporting CC, because I assume that's who you're comfort comforting. Yes. Listen, CC. Let me tell you something. Back from where I came from, there is nobody as strong as you, and you. You are like the strongest person I've ever met. How can how can you you get you're you're great. You are so great. All right, let's see how this roll goes before I respond because that 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 will 
how effective this come across comes across will probably impact how CC responds. That's a twelve. Twelve full hit. That's a full hit. Fuck. So, um, on a hit, they hear you. They mark potential, clear a condition, or shift their labels if they open up to you. And on a ten plus, you also add team to the pool or clear a condition of your own, which you don't have any. So, team to the pool. Thanks, Hamilton. I I appreciate that a lot. I just a lot of bad shit in my life, and being anywhere close to that freaks me out. That's perfectly understandable. Okay, so uh, what are you what are you doing, CC? Are you marking potential, clearing a condition, or shifting your labels? Ooh, I kind of want to mark potential because when we end this scene, I know that I did do something to clear guilty, and I mean, come on, angry, you know, it's yeah, I'm a bull, I'm always angry. So let's mark potential. So as you all make your way to your dormitories, we cut away from Paradigm Academy and we see two dark figures sitting in a van and we see Snatch run up to the window of the van. One of the figures inside the van says, well, did you get it? Snatch kind of shakes his head. No, but the girl showed up. She's strong, like you said. Good. And the project is coming along nicely. I can't believe I'm actually doing this. Did we make sure that the money cleared before I agreed to do a podcast outro? Are you recording this? Well, sh**. This is our Richard Reiser reporting, and this is your outro. Paradigm Academy is produced, edited, and GM'd by Thomas Fleming. He can be found on Twitter, at DorksideVO. Cece is played by Caitlin Cornell. She can be found on Twitter, at SuperCaitlin1. Hamilton is played by DJ Giles. He can be found on Twitter, at DocDuda. Charlie is played by Vanessa Haas. She can be found on Twitter, at AlpacaMyBooks. Quinn is played by Weaver Randolph. She can be found on Twitter, at uh, underscore Apocalypse. Michael is played by Andy Stade. He can be found on Twitter, at AndyLion92. If you enjoyed the ad for Kestrel Crunchies, you should check out our friends at Bay City Chronicles. They are a Mask's actual play stream, and can be found at twitch.tv slash baycitychronicles. We can be found on Twitter, at ParadigmPod1. If you enjoyed listening to this episode and would like to support us on Patreon, like our new patron, Batnut00, we can be found at patreon.com slash papod. Our theme music is Super Power Cool Dude by Kevin MacLeod. Masks, A New Generation, was created by Brendan Conway and distributed by Magpie Games.
Yeah. Um, wow, my mom is dead. Thank you. Surrogate mommy, okay? Oh, at least you had one. I mean, I imagine that at one point I had one too, but... 